0: Hey, Pride fam, get ready for another episode of Pride the Podcast, featuring special guest actor Scott Evans, like, oh my God, Chris Evans is a barber too, and senior editor for Variety, Mark Malkin. So grab you a hump day treat and take a little time to hang with Pride.
1: Y'all, I cannot get enough of that theme song. It's Uh, so good. Every time I listen to it, it just Mm -hmm. brings me right back to uh, the connection I have with Mm. She Above Us God.
2: Okay, Okay. shout out to
1: Chris Wright. (laughs) 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 Welcome back to another episode of Pride, the podcast. I am Mr. Braden Bradley. I'm Adam Andrew Rios. I'm Ashley Mitchell. And I'm
2: D to the O to (laughs) the
1: Anywho, this episode Branded is it, brought <laughs> this episode <laughs> is brought to you by Rehab Entertainment, and we're so excited because this episode we have not one, but two special guests, Mr. Scott Evans and Mr. Mark Malkin. Hello.
3: <laughs>
1: but before we get to them, how y'all been? It's been a week since we have chatted since we've seen each other. What's been going on? Well, what's happened what's this week? So
4: I still haven't received my Shea aid shirt, and I had it <sighs> rerouted to Mr. Braden Bradley's apartment. Yeah, still I don't have it not yet. shown up yet. So Damn. I'm just like,
0: why are they playing, you friend? I don't
4: know, friend, but uh, Corey actually is in the same boat. His said delivered, but do you
2: think there's like a like I a do thief going around like a no, thief.
1: thief? No, I don't think it's a thief. <laughs> I think it's issues with um. The internal department, USPS, Kool-Aid Inc.
0: Oh, Kool-Aid. Oh, I think Kool-Aid so. Inc. Maybe. I think so. Oh no, USPS has been trifling lately. Yeah, but they know. got a lot going on. I've
1: had I've had packages every single day because every day is Christmas at Mr. Brain Bradley's house. Thanks. So House I've of Heights too. I've had packages <laughs> delivered every single day, but I have not come across your Shea Kool-Aid shirt, uh,
4: Well, I had I told her on Wednesday. I said. Hey, please send me another shirt. Here's the new address. So, you know, it might not have gotten out till maybe like Friday. Well, I so mean, it I might be like, here this week later.
2: I do feel like this was probably going to happen anyways with the fact that Shay just won and a lot of people were going to start ordering her shirts. So like No,
4: no, 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 no. I pre-ordered this motherfucker back in, on June 5th. She didn't day, have a made then. The day the premiere of All
2: Star Five, are these shirts still have anything? Do you think they're gonna put anything special on there now that she's won? Like no. maybe a Mm-mm. signature? I'm just saying because like there has to be mm-hmm. some reason that they're this far behind. But everybody, Adam, has been saying everyone you else. You ordered but them on him.
1: pre-order, right. which in industry terms means they ain't made the shirts yet. They're right. waiting to right. get the order. Of to see how many shirts they needed to print and uh-huh. then they got the order and then they're printing most likely from China and it's a pandemic so everything's stopped in customs mm-hmm. and it's just a big
2: shit show well so. that's yeah. not fair no, because Adam has seen a lot of people online who a got their shirts there's been a load of people who've gotten their shirts mm-hmm. quite a few yeah mm-hmm. a lot actually a well, hopefully lot you'll bears. get it soon those videos are probably doctored right
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're such Fake a conspiracy news. therapist like a inst- therapist? Speer- therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm damn right. I'm <laughs> damn right. You need you need a therapy. Okay, what else is going on besides you not getting your merch?
0: Um what else is going on? Not much. How about that Pretty... stimulus check?
1: Are y'all gonna get another one? Well...
0: No. <laughs> oh
4: well maybe. I don't know. They still haven't obviously
0: Well, we definitely got paid this week and there was only one deposit in my Chase account. Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. What about Bank of America?
0: Um, I don't know nothing about that. Oh, I don't you know her. I have one account. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got two accounts within Chase, but.
1: I have accounts from bank to bank to bank, offshores, inshores, out of shores, undershores. All right. With a total In
2: of $1,000. Maybe. Negative. There you go, Yeah. I mean, I think that the stimulus checks will come again. I. I think it's so interesting. We saw something on Twitter, or was it Instagram this week, where it's like, people are so worried about people getting an additional $600 to take care of their lives, when honestly, that's only $15 an hour for a 40-hour work week, and why are you tripping? Why are you upset? Because people are mad because people make more money. The problem is the jobs. The jobs need to pay people more, and it wouldn't be an issue. Yeah, I totally agree.
4: Hotel Alexander, there would have been no way
1: I would have been able to survive this pandemic. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I'm barely surviving. Yeah, but I barely survived pre-pandemic anyway, <laughs> because I just have a problem with spending.
0: Which, yeah, right, which I've been know. shopping a lot. A lot but a in, lot, in our defense, though, it was a, it was for a bunch of yeah. stuff
1: to like
4: upgrade our home, yes, and to upgrade ourselves. Mm-hmm. Lots of like
0: it's self
4: care. It's not like I'm blowing my money on, like, frivolous things.
0: Like- yeah, no, it's true. I've been buying stuff. We've been buying stuff for the house. I've been buying stuff in my room. I've been buying a lot of, like... Natural hair care products and skin yeah. products and you know, like things that make me happy. I'm mm-hmm.
1: curious to ask our first guest what he's been doing in quarantine. If he's been like shopping or doing any of the self pleasuring things that we have. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, that means that I just, <laughs> though, I just, yeah. I just saw. Let's take a break. Let's take a break for a second to get ourselves. I gotta cool off, calm and collected, <laughs> and we'll be right back with actor Scott Evans. Hello and welcome back to a very special segment with actor Scott Evans. Hello, Mr. Evans. Hi, how
5: are you? You guys have martinis. I have like a glass of water. Why am I being responsible? Oh no! Know. Listen, get yourself a
0: drink if you need some. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, after, you.
5: after this, I'm, I'll am i probably need a few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If
1: you're on the West Coast, it's not happy hour yet. But on the East Coast, it's, it's been happy hour since See, five, time.
5: So. Time zones aside, it every hour's happy hour.
4: Right.
5: Exactly. It's <laughs> exactly. No sense anymore. Right. Yeah,
1: especially quarantine. So how is quarantine exactly. going for you?
5: Um, You know, it's kind of been, uh, it's been kind of all over the place especially right now because while I'm like still feeling I'm like we're all like still doing this right and everybody's like oh kind of it's like, <laughs> yeah, <when> I, right <laughs> I, I, I see people post like videos and like people that I think are responsible that I'm like didn't you post yesterday like wear a mask and then they're like at a party with like 40 people and they're like but it's but it's my family and I'm like that that, that are virus carriers like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. and yeah. if you're gonna do it don't post about it like at least right right yeah. because everybody's opinion of you is tanking mm-hmm.
1: yeah. well also just don't do it
0: because <laughs> right just don't
5: it's not well, worth it what did i just see this morning there was a, a giant party last night in like the hollywood hills like hundreds of people that like the cops went to but like couldn't shut down and then somebody ended up shot like, yeah, three no, people, was no. one person
2: was uh, fatally shot, right? And then three more were, like, injured. And I'm just like, what happened? Like, what kind Look of What are y'all doing? <laughs> Listen, if well, the virus that... doesn't scare you from a party,
5: hopefully a gun would. Right. So, uh, hopefully. 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 That leads take... into
1: a whole other debate. i happy to have. I'm happy to have. <laughs> right. I'm happy to have. <laughs> right. yeah. So, Scott... We watched Almost Love on Netflix, and it is just so 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 cute. Yes, I loved it. So
0: relatable. I
5: loved it. I I, listen. I got like a bunch of texts from friends. Like, ooh, you must be making a nice check from that. I'm like, no, that that's that's all in the contract.
1: (laughs) So, give us the four one one of like how you got started to become an actor, a working actor.
5: Uh, it, I mean, growing up, like, my uh, my older sister started doing theater at, like, a local uh, a children's theater, and I think, you know, my mother, there were, like, four of us, and I think it was kind of an easy thing for a carpool, she she always said. She was like, mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't be dropping people off at all these activities. So she was like, Chris and Scott, like, go do it, too. And we kind of <laughs> just, uh, just fell in love with it. And the funny thing is, is from an early age, like, I was, um, you can't you can't tell now but I had like this boy soprano like beautiful child voice and like the girls really liked it and for me I was like oh my god I can get girls like (laughs) like, little little did I know it's like that's not what I was hoping for Um, (laughs) so it kind of just like it it became like a thing where I I, you know started finding like-minded people and people that like were my friends from local towns that I really got along with all my my friends in school were like, you know, the jocks and everything. And I played sports too, but acting in theater was just sort of, my family was uh, almost like the, the Partridge family or something. It was kind of disgusting. And then getting, <laughs> into col- uh, getting into college, I realized, you know, a boy who who could sing like auditioning for a school was for theater. Like they kind of really liked that a lot more. And. I didn't necessarily have the best grades. I was smart, but I didn't do homework. So it screwed my uh,
0: Yeah, street smart. Street smart. So,
5: well, and I, so I was like, oh, I guess I'll like audition. And then maybe if I get into a good school, I'll change my major. And then I just never did. And it kind of just ended up uh, being the thing. And now it's like every day I cry about it. <laughs> oh, no, uh, don't cry. Don't cry. Uh, right no, no, to prepare for my craft, you guys. you <laughs> a Right. 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 Method right. right. Very method. Every night.
2: Just... I love it. I mean, so Scott, I you and I actually have like a weird ten degrees of separation. So you are you worked with a really close friend of mine, Eileen Kristen. Uh, Tom and Gora, who are great friends of mine as well. Um, first of all, loved Melange, thought it was great. Told Tom to cast me. Tom, I'm coming in. <laughs> yeah. um, and also you created the iconic role of All Our Fish on One Life to Live. So please, did you know at that time how iconic that was going to be and what you were going to be doing for the LGBT community?
5: Honestly, like I had no idea. It was like literally my first legit job. And I was actually still finishing college at that point. And I got this, you know, it was like five episodes playing this nerdy cop, whatever. And I was like, oh, cool. And I remember I had to like cut some classes to go to go film it. And I remember getting like kind of yelled at by teachers. They were just like, they were like, you can't be doing that. And I was like, "Aren't aren't we here? to like eventually, you know, do this for a right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shouldn't you be happy? And they were like, you really need to come roll around on the ground for nine hours today and you know, <laughs> learn the phonetic alphabet. So anyway. <laughs> Stop. Don't even, don't even get me started. I think about it. No. Oh, uh, thank God I did all those vocal exercises. Um, <laughs> and so, and then like, I did the five episodes and I was like, this is really cool. And then when they called me to come back, it just sort of, just started being more and more, and it—I I had no idea. And then one day they were like, "How would you feel if your your character was gay?" I was like. I- does it mean I'll get to continue working? I feel great about it. So yeah. right, <laughs> it became this thing and like before I knew it, you know, the it was the first same sex sex scene in like days yeah. on television, just mm-hmm. all this stuff. And then like my mother got to like play my mother on the show. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I'm not
4: sure where that was. My yeah. <laughs> <It's like,
5: laughs> like, mother was. No, it was, <laughs> well, it was like the are <laughs> <exactly> pretty <laughs> The executive producer came to me one day and was like, oh, we're casting for your parents and we can't really find anybody. But like you said, your mother you know, a- has done shows and like runs a children's theater. And I was like, yes. And they were like, well, <laughs> would she, would she want to play your mom? And I was like, hmm. Like, I was like, can I audition her? Like, can I just like check this out? So I, I called her and she was into it and
2: Man, It was.
5: I mean, there's no. I, that the experience can't be beat. Like we get to.
2: Yes. You know, one, one, yeah. two I mean, that's so. Three. That's so Frank Valentini. He is pretty <laughs> amazing. Ashley and I both have worked from him. He is. He is that person. He said, "You know anything about it? That's good." And I'm like, we, Oh yeah, we got a friend or two. Yeah, <laughs> my, it,
5: it could work." Well, we're yeah. like, it was like my big like coming out scene, and she was supposed to be this like conservative parent. And I'm like doing the scene whatever and she's like getting all like whimpery and they were like, cut they were like, Lisa, uh like you don't don't be sad about this And she was like, but this is my baby." and I was like oh. Oh, this is acting therapy therapy trust me well because when I came out to her in real life it was like I, she always says that I said, I think I might be gay and she was like, "Oh, think, can you pass me a napkin and I was like oh is oh. that is that it like, like <laughs> yeah. she says that from birth like she gave birth to me and was like oh yes i got a gay one." Oh, so. oh you're Aww. so lucky Aww. i, I came so out lucky. with jazz hands like, uh, right <laughs> <laughs> ah. yeah gotta love it <laughs> i love it so being
1: a gay actor in the industry have you come across any roadblocks like i hate talking about it but we should talk about it right so have you experienced it's... any setbacks at all
5: you know what's so crazy first of all i will say I love the way you phrase that question because mm-hmm. so many people will like uh, when this topic comes up, they'll just be like, uh, when did you decide you wanted to be an out actor? And I was like, there was never for me at least uh, a time where I was like, do I wanna be an out actor? It was like, I wanna be an out person. Right. I, I right. never even, I never even considered like what it might you know, do to a career. I mean, granted, this was decades ago. So I like you didn't have like the internet to like see all these stories and I think the only thing I'd heard at that time was something like Rupert Everett being like, stay in the closet if you wanna get jobs. And I was like, okay, what's the, this isn't a big deal. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, 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 there have been a ton of roadblocks about it because you kind of get, <clears throat> you kind of get pigeonholed in, in something. And it's sort of like, you know, people forget that it's, it's acting, so okay. we should be able to do this. And uh, it's gotten better in terms of the, the writing and the projects and the parts for uh, the LGBTQ plus community. But like the problem is now I'm not getting called in to audition for anything but those. And it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's like, okay, like thank you for casting gay actors and gay roles most of the time. But at the same time, I also like, like we should be auditioning for everything when a straight guy gets a gay role and kisses a boy it's like how brave let's give him an oscar so Right. It's uh. There, bury uh, that. Are there Meanwhile, evil? I was on like Law and Order, making out with a girl, and nobody gave me an award. Hello. <laughs> 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 Come on, that was tough. That, uh, I was getting, we'll give you an award. It's we'll it's we'll
1: give you an award. Something. Thank
5: you. Best straight girl kiss. She was a lesbian too, so we really had to try. It. Wow, that was, it was real <laughs> stretchy, right? I, know, I don't think it was very convincing,
4: but. <laughs> well, speaking of acting, you <laughs> were also in uh, Midnight Kiss, which is on Hulu. which I love, wow, first of all. (laughs) But second, um, you work with Augustus Prue in both Midnight Kiss and Almost Love. I did. And I love that. So how did you two meet? How did that like bond start? Should
1: that tell the audience something?
5: Well, well, the, (laughs) the funny thing is is we said that we were like, it's becoming our thing to like, you know, Work together over the summer when we first did god it was like what year is it what day is it uh 2018 is when we shot sell by and it was the first time i'd ever i'd ever met augie and he is he is just he's fantastic and after that all happened this past summer when midnight kiss was happening i uh i was auditioning which originally the script uh, two days before the whole script changed i was originally like the murderer of everyone and not just like the crazy murderer um (laughs) But I remember when uh, I, I got the offer, I got the part, and then the casting director was like, we have an offer out to somebody else for Cameron. Uh, and I was like, who? And they're like, well, we can't tell you, but you've worked with them before. And I was
0: like, <laughs> wait. And I was like, Jane I'm Fonda.
5: Right. but I'm going through, and I was like, so it's either Auggie or Matt Bomer. But I was like, if Matt Bomer's doing it Into the Dark, that's a bigger problem. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. Show, but he, he's, he's better than me. That's oh, my God, can we
2: edit that out? I'm going to
5: cry.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Wait, so I oh, go ahead, I, was not, oh, I was going to, you know, okay, so one thing I did love about uh, Midnight Kiss was that it was a horror film, a queer horror film, but that wasn't hokey-pokey, and it wasn't, like, the gays were, like, the butt of the joke or something like that. It was just, mm-hmm. it was a group of friends just being, and then we're set in this scenario, um, and I love that is that when like people actually make art that it's just like, we're just living. We're just, this is what being gay is. It's not anything new or anything,
5: you know, crazy. So that's one thing I did love about this. Well, I'll tell you like the, the crazy thing is, is just like when we were shooting, you know, it was, it's about a, a group of friends at a weekend in Palm Springs. And you know, there's one girl, which is true to life and she's there and she
0: knows everything. Hello. Right now, and, <laughs> there are, there yes. I am the one girl. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Which is hey, I, everybody I mean that's what we need. I mean, I have multiple, but this is like a typical thing, and I remember watching it on screen and just being like, "This is literally like what you know a group of friends, gay friends will sit around and do. The thing that was so uh crazy for me that I never even realized before is being on that set, the days when we were all there all of uh, the actors aside from uh, Hannah, aside from Aiden, um, were gay guys and the director was a gay guy and the writer was a gay guy. And wow. so like, instead of kind of on most sets being maybe the one gay guy, maybe the two, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. I mean, so you always pr- like hair and makeup, like, come on, that's like, we'll get somebody there, please. So this was <laughs> just, just like, this was just like a set of, of gay people, and it was so exciting. It was so. It felt. It just felt. Uh, it felt different. It felt nice to you know make the uh, the key grip uncomfortable every now and then, making stupid jokes, being like, "This is our house now." Um, but I right. think uh, I, I think <laughs> you love I love to see, to see it. Well, when you see uh, gay actors casting gay roles, it's you know people get the pat on the back now. But it's like you know I, I don't mind anybody playing any part. But for now. I guess now that you know there is the more uh, more inclusion and more gay characters and gay storylines being written, like let us play the parts for now. Yeah,
2: I I loved it. I thought I agree with Adam. I was watching the scene where y'all are all in the club, and I was triggered. I said, "Wow, isn't that a night of us going out in New York City?" Y'all are like, (laughs) "Molly's here!" Like, let's go. It was so fun. I I love
5: Trust me, like being there when they were like, "And action!" It was like lights and glitter, and I was just like. Oh my God, I just think about my 20s, and I'm so right. happy that I can't remember any of it. <laughs> any day. I think about blur.
1: 2019, I think about 2019. Yeah.
5: Oh my God, now if somebody invites me out, I'm like, out, please, why, can we stay home? I they remember. don't wanna do it. Right, it has to be a special night, birthdays
1: now.
5: Yeah, no it has COVID. to be a special night, and I have to like already have a few drinks with me before
1: I go. Oh, absolutely. No pandemic. <laughs> Well, since we're still on this
4: little horror film kick, I just have to ask, what is your favorite scary movie? (laughs) My favorite, listen,
5: I am, I'm a horror fan. I am a scary movie fan. Yes, Um, we are too. I had, when I was just, uh, I was quarantining, I went back east and spent like two and a half months with my brother and we had this big whole list of movies and I ha- there are, like, some movies that I always, like, if they come up in conversation, I'll be like, oh, that's a favorite. And they're, like, you know, mainstream ones that I should have seen and I just haven't for whatever right. reason. I'd never <laughs> seen The Exorcist. And he was like, we have to watch it. And I was wow. like, okay, but like, but, like, will it hold up? And it held up. I, it <laughs> so was so good. It's really good. <laughs> um, but of late, I just watched You Should Have Left and with kevin bacon and amanda oh Steven. yeah 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 yeah! i haven't okay. watched that one
0: yet i've been meaning to it's on yes. our list
5: we'll, well yeah you could probably take it off the list <laughs> uh, okay 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 i didn't want to
0: talk but that's what i heard which is why i hadn't watched it yet <laughs> like it was fine the trailer like there was like
5: one moment in the trailer that i was like ooh, that's what this is going to be about that's cool and then like by the end of it i was like what was that about? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh words. no! That's how I felt about It Follows. Do y'all remember that? <laughs> Adam hates oh, no. It Follows. Exactly. A passion. Okay, wait. So It is another one I had never seen the original of It, and I went to see the movie like in the theater, like the first whatever, the the remake or whatever. And I didn't know what it was about. In my mind, it was like this guy in a sewer like luring kids down. I thought it was going to be like a kidnapping, whatever. And then all of a sudden, oh. I didn't realize it was like <laughs> sci fi. And then it blood like all over the bathroom. And he was like a giant thing with arms. And I was like, all right,
2: well, that's what that is. Okay. Well. <laughs> I will say that the original It with Tim Curry scarred me for life. We'll hold true to fashion, and that's a little bit more terrifying. Yeah. What they built, did with Bill Skarsgard, who did a great job, by the way, it was a little bit more can be yeah
5: it's totally well and
2: that's and that's what i've heard i will yeah. say about
5: scarring though i saw somebody posted a tweet they were like what what scary movie did you see like too early on that scarred you for life i saw misery with kathy bates <gasps> when i we was, just watched that oh, recently oh, that reaction yeah <laughs> me, but i was it's, I was, academy it, like, <laughs> it's the academy award winning like nine years old i was nine years old With my father and my older sister and like we started watching it and i literally spent the whole movie kind of just looking at my dad being like hey dad like would mom let me watch this and (laughs) and he'd be like yeah absolutely i was like and then like 10 minutes later i'm like
0: hey dad
5: (laughs) are you sure and i can't even look at kathy bates you know just my penguin always faces due south it's like (laughs) i know you i know you've been out (laughs) paul So scary, ah. breaking the ankles—it's too much. Oh it's no! Murder. It's so oh. I'm more into it's those, like
1: psychological thrillers, it, yeah. rather than all the, like, the bloody. One hundred percent. Yeah. Psychological.
5: Mur- I mean, I'm like, I love murder. It's such a creepy thing. Speaking <laughs> um, <laughs> psychological.
1: How was your experience on Grace and Frankie? <laughs>
5: <laughs> <You see what laughs> psychological, like how's therapy going? Um, <laughs> Grace and Frankie. I mean. It took, uh, I think, the very first day that I worked there, uh, you know, not in, like, a messed-up psychological way, but the first day, my first day of work was with Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Martin Sheen, and Sam Waterston in a room, and I just, like, was just sitting there thinking, like, what have I done to deserve this? Like, nothing. This is a joke. Like, I am I gonna be fired? This is, how am I here with these people? And it took every ounce of my strength to not, Quote nine to five, like the entire time. Uh, yeah, that, I wonder that
1: how many like, heard uh,
4: that. that.
5: was like a. St- oh, I'm sure that's why I didn't. And then my mom was like, "Don't do that," but tell Jane that I had her workout record. I'm, like, <laughs> I, I'm, right, I'm right on, right on top of that, mom. Yeah. Right on top <laughs> of that, Rose. <laughs> yeah, well, another classic.
0: Yeah, classic.
1: <laughs> so it was a good experience. That's uh, it was. Like,
5: uh, it, was it was one of my favorite shows. Well, not only like was it unbelievable, but it it was just like one of those things where uh, showing up, it was like, this is, I I was just so grateful. And then just, you know, with like Marta Kaufman, just these people working with these these people. And then the next year to get a call and be like, hey, we want to bring you back just to be like, oh my God, like just kind (laughs) of panicking, freaking out. And now people are like, are oh, you going to be on the next one? And I'm like, you
1: guys, no. So, just... You know, a funny story. Yeah. I actually met Sam Waterston um, maybe a few years ago. He did a play in Connecticut. In Connecticut. Mm-hmm. You went with me um, with my former boss, Shirley Knight, RIP. She was wonderful. Yeah. They did um, a play, The Old Masters. Yeah. And it was... Really good and he was a sweetheart he was such a sweetheart. he is
5: like literally the nicest person him and like martin sheen too is just like i'm the kind of person if they're like cut or like break for lunch i will i'm just like i have work to do in my trailer like i like to go hide and you know not stress about talking to people But Martin like never disappeared. He would just be on set, just chatting with people like every other day on set, he'd be bringing in like tour groups that he reached out to and is doing like a backlot tour for people. And I'm like, how, I'm exhausted. How do you do this? I know, it's crazy. Just like so sweet. And then like, I just, Lily, there was just one scene where she just kept making me making me laugh and it was really impossible not not be like she just would just say different things each take and i was just like i need to keep it together it was just you know overall it was, <laughs> yeah it, it, it was an insane thing to work with like these legends president bartlett legend like, legend and
1: quick quick shout out to martin sheen because his birthday was a couple of days ago happy birthday oh my God. Martin. i, I
5: we text him, but I don't have a number. So. <laughs> well, Do you want you me to
1: share it, the contact with you?
5: <laughs> well, I yes. Oh my, please. I like. I'll I'm share. It. Okay, it's great. great. Well,
0: try to play. Uh, funny,
5: funny, funny, story about that. I uh, took a picture with him and I posted it on whatever social media. And my cousin's daughter, who was like probably like 13, 14 at the time, her reaction to the picture said to my cousin, she was like, "Oh my God, who is that? Is that Scott's new boyfriend?" like the picture with me and Martin Sheen. And she sent it to me and I was like, like that's no. hysterical eh?" Cause she has no idea who he is, Just she's 12. I hope you hey, say yes. Yeah, yeah she's like, yep. Yeah. Well, I showed it to him and he thought it was hysterical and he was like, tell her <laughs> yes. But it was just like, is that Scott's no. boyfriend? And I was like, who does she think like I'm dating? What? Like, <laughs> <Right. I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I wish.
2: They I always, honestly, them. they always think that at the beginning, like I have family. Any part time I take a picture with another, man they don't care if they're gay straight they're like is that your boyfriend and i'm like everybody i take a picture with ain't my man but <laughs> I sometimes wish they were but, but no
5: it's also like every friend you have that lives in a different city like has a gay friend you have to meet and you'll love them and i'm like right. is, it the, is it the one gay person you know because like of course they're going to be the best of course you're <laughs> going to love them uh, right, right. I, uh, and they're never they never are
2: so. they never are great at all
0: i can't yeah okay so you have midnight kiss which is on hulu you have almost love which is available on netflix what's next like what with quarantine and everything what does like moving forward look like for you
1: besides get started on side the series
0: right, right. right.
5: This, this is like the most i'm telling you like showering i got a haircut yesterday for this i was yeah like, yes. I'm, I'm like doing something and then you know i was like how, how long is this gonna be can we sit here all day um <laughs> it's,
3: we can it's so
5: strange. i'll tell you like in the beginning it was sort of like a you know, having conversations with my brother, and he's like, "Oh man, I'm like, what is gonna happen? Like, am I not gonna work this year?" And I was like, "I think you'll be fine." I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, you know? I was like, "This is how I spend most years before like I get a job." So it's right. kind of a thing. like, You know, over the past like four months, I think I've had like one or two auditions, and they're like, they're aiming for May. This is like in April, and I'm like, "Okay, good luck with that." And it's just like the more. People can't follow rules, I think the longer it's going to be. And, you know, productions that are starting to, like, I guess, start back up again and, like, do something, it's just, you know, that it's inevitably going to be like that first school that just opened, or like the school districts in Georgia that opened, and now there's already like 260 <sighs> ki I can't, like the,
1: I'm doing a project with, anyway.
5: <laughs> no, it's, it's just like, I it's it. just like, <sighs> I I don't even know, like, how to explain it, but, like, not only, like, before pandemic life, it was, like, you know, when's the next job gonna come, like, the auditioning life and trying to get work and everything, and now it's sort of, like, I don't even know when auditions will come to try to get the jobs. Right. And I I saw, I, I know people are, like, you know, trying different ways of doing it and dropping off equipment at people's houses. And first mm-hmm. of all, if that yeah. ever happened, they're like, here's the camera. And I'm like, where's the tutorial? Like, like this won't, this won't happen. I need a DP. Right. Yeah, well, I, need, like, I need something. What, well, like a hair, makeup? Come on, please me. I know.
1: help me, help <laughs> me. <Same, same. laughs> So
3: we'll so see. Ash and
5: I, mean, I, I
1: are like low key
4: at my artist, so you can just.
3: Call oh, that. you can just call
4: us. Call mm-hmm. me. Right.
5: Well, I, I will say my my hairdresser, my my friend who cuts my hair, a couple weeks ago when I like, I was like, okay, I, I need to get a haircut, and mm-hmm. I texted him. He's like, ooh, I like, I just tested positive yesterday, and I was like, oh no, I was no. Like, so how long is that? Like. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, well, I like just got the negative test, also with the rapid one, and I'm like cutting hair with like a shield, and I was like, oh no. No, no, no. like i don't, no. I, don't know. I don't need it that badly
0: like, well i, well, I saw online that your brother chris had cut your hair well that
5: uh, like was when we were home i was i've always been like against like shaving my head for some reason i had it in my head that like i have an odd weird head shaved head right and so then i was like i'm gonna do it and like i did it and then he had like come in and fix it and um, the next morning all of a sudden i was getting like you know, any day I wake up and I see like an excessive amount of like new followers or new comments, I'm like, oh god, I cannot. What is on? What? what's, What happened? What? What now? What like, I do? It was like headline news. It was like, oh my god, Chris Evans is a barber too. Like, <laughs> is there anything he can't do? And I. Was like, he like trimmed it up like wall clippers reached out and they were like oh my god can we use this video and I was like are you gonna like offer me like some free clippers at least right like hello it's my head like what the hell yeah exactly
3: that is so
5: (laughs) I love it (laughs) well so I I was like I'm gonna that, that was like a fun little shaved head experience but now it was you know I went there to get my haircut yesterday and He's sitting there talking about, it. he's like, oh, I just went away this weekend with some friends. And I was like, stop. I was like, you already got it. Can you stop hanging out with
2: friends?
5: <laughs> <laughs> <need> my haircut!
1: <laughs>
5: Such a nightmare.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Well, I'm glad you finally got your haircut. Yeah,
5: yeah, great. Great. It looks good. <laughs> hey, you should have seen it before. It was a mess. <laughs> It was a nightmare. Like, but, what, but what am I doing? Like, where am I going? I'm not going That's my anywhere.
1: thing, It's like, do I need to call my plastic surgeon to get the lip plumped, mm-hmm. the Botox? No, because I'm not going anywhere. Well, thank God for
0: wigs for me, you know? <laughs> I, I bet in. I have more wigs than you do. I'm just saying. They're not, <laughs> like they're that.
5: not as nice as those, but I got them. <laughs> oh.
0: I would
2: like to see that. I have to keep my head head edged up, because I'm losing my hair, so it's just got to stay low and it. <laughs> well, no. I that's
5: keep this like. <laughs> When, like, my, my friend got sick, they were like, well, you can, like, find another friend to cut it. I was like, well, no. Like, he knows my head and, like, the spots, he's got to keep it a little thicker. Yes. And my like, which ones? And he won't, like, judge me. He'll never hold up the mirror at the end to make me see like, oh, thank you for showing me my scalp. <laughs>
2: yeah, they do that all the time. They're like, look at the mirror. What the fuck? Yeah, great. It looks good. Fine. I see a ball no, stop. Thank you. Look, I'm looking at it from the front. I'm like, yeah, I like the
5: cut. They're like, and the back. And I'm like,
2: get it out. Get it out. Yeah. <laughs> I, like my hair. I like to see that. I've used everything and I'm over it. I'm just going to be like a ball head person. It's fine. You'll be That's fine. Like me.
5: I've tried I tried everything. Well, I've tried everything and like, I see those commercials. They're like, so I was losing my hair and I'm like, and it worked for you. It's
2: like. <laughs> yeah. It it's not meant for us. We'll just be ball together. Well, try.
5: I mean, in like in like five years when it's like really going away, they've got to have like something. I see like those things are sticking on scalps now that I'm like. Oh, yeah. 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 You can get a lace front. <laughs> i do what? ever <laughs>
1: you heard that right I, from no, pride, I, the podcast I, I Scott yeah. will do whatever he needs to do
5: yeah, somebody call me maybe wall clippers can like help me out well we are Bye. telling you
2: we would love to actually have you come join us on pride season three once we are back in production and doing COVID safe right
5: um, <laughs> i am down
2: yes love i love it
1: well thank you so much for hanging out with us and oh, making us laugh wow. this has been so much fun yes. you were thanks,
5: also thanks. A comedian. that's right. why i was
1: like should we announce you as actor producer comedian
5: yeah. <laughs> <This> <laughs> is really I, listen i uh i make jokes but it's mostly at the expense of myself so hey you yeah. know those are the you best know. Times.
4: Whatever,
0: whatever works, works. oh <laughs> i don't know about ellen right now i don't <laughs> know about ellen I don't know <laughs> about
5: <laughs> she, <talk> <laughs> We're all like so afraid. We're like she's outside. She's
3: gonna be (laughs) wonderful.
1: All right, Scott, thank you so much. And for our listeners out there, be sure to check out Almost Love available on
2: Netflix. And midnight
4: kids on Hulu.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. live. and also check out Melange, it is uh, still training on Logo TV and on YouTube. Please check it out and support that as well. Oh my god, it's,
5: it sounds like I work all the time!
2: <laughs> yeah. sure. You're on multiple you networks, you are, okay. Networks. Okay. and they can yeah. also go watch old episodes of One Life to Live, also available on YouTube. <laughs> 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 yes,
5: yes, they are. That's
2: NBC. Same <laughs> <day>. <laughs>
5: no,
0: ABC, whatever. <laughs> whatever.
5: <laughs> Tell our listeners where
0: they can find you, Scott. Yeah, on social media and. Uh, your address? Yeah, your uh, actual address. We're showing up <laughs> now. I um, know!
5: <laughs> on Instagram at Scott Evans Graham, and oh my God, on Twitter, I think it's the the Scott Evans. I think I should know that.
2: Well, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll make sure will we'll we'll, we'll Everyone will see. We'll confirm. <laughs> I mean, You're the fans no, is we're already following you. <laughs> You're the, the best. best.
1: Thank <laughs> you, Scott. you, say Thank
2: you,
5: guys.
0: Mwah. <laughs>
2: bye
1: <laughs> hello 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 and welcome back. back we have the fabulous mr mark malkin senior editor of variety magazine and red carpet maven is that right mark? yes <laughs> some
6: people like to say maven
1: <laughs> i'm gonna say maven because i, I think it's, it's, it's a title that you have earned yes
6: yes
3: So Mark,
1: give us a little bit about your background, how you became to be like a pioneer in the LGBT movement in terms of media industry. Like, how did you become to be you?
6: To be me? Well, I grew up in New York. Yes, New York. I grew up in Queens. Um, But I've been in LA 16 years now, which is kind of crazy. But basically, I started my career off in the gay press. I started off at a gay newspaper in Boston called Big Windows. Um, Mm It was a few years ago. And uh, my favorite college professor said to me, You have just ruined your career. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> he said, That is advocacy journalism, it's activist journalism. Um, and it was at a time when um, a guy named Bill Clinton was running for office.
3: Um, I remember him.
6: <laughs> LGBTQ issues that it, during that election were huge. Right. Um, it was uh, gays in the military was a big issue, so it was exciting to be part of the gay press, because what I basically said is, yeah, I'm with the gay press, but I'm a journalist who just is covering the gay beat. You know, yeah, and just, that's how I approached it, um, and it was wonderful. And I did that for a while, and. Did other newspapers, magazines, Us Weekly, New York Magazine, New York Daily News, another stint in Us Weekly. We've uh,
1: heard of those <laughs> a little bit.
3: Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. might have. Um,
1: so and would you say what? LA. <laughs> so would you say what really like launched your career was your passion for being an advocate for the community?
6: No, no, no. I would say I think I I would say that I just love journalism.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
6: and one of the things at this newspaper when I first started, you know, I would talk to the homophobes. I would talk to the people who were against, you know, legislation, because I just looked at the job as I'm a journalist, so I'm going to cover both sides. Not how we say both sides today, and there are nice people on both sides. Not like that. Right. But, <laughs> right. You know. So it was. I just really just treated it as journalism. Um, I didn't see myself as an activist or an advocate. Um, I realize now that just being out my entire career is an act of activism. Is a very true. Of that very Very that. Because um, when I was, like I said, my professor said to me, you've ruined your career. This was a time where there was no Anderson Cooper, there was no Don Lemon, there was no Ellen. Right. There, there was just, there was, there was no gay in media, even though we were all there, so. Right. right?
1: <laughs> So you brought up Ellen <laughs> and not to talk about the elephant in the room. Can we ask you about that? What are your thoughts with the recent Ellen um, controversy, I guess, yeah, if you Portia will?
0: Yeah, Portia came out in support, Katy Perry. Yeah,
6: you know, okay, so celebrities coming out in support of Ellen, here's the deal. Ellen's yep. problems aren't with her celebrity guests. Right. right employees. So Katy Perry, very nice. Kevin Hart, whatever, because Kevin Hart has his own only-
1: exactly
6: (laughs) I I think you know it's nice you want your friends to support you I don't think it's gonna change the public perception Um, right I don't think Porsche's campaign was really the right thing to do yeah he was trying to make Ellen seem like the victim
0: Mm. yeah
6: this isn't this isn't you know it's very easy for people in those positions to say oh this is cancel culture you're just canceling me well no, these are real serious allegations. Yeah. Right. And, you know, she gave this apology, which basically said, I'm so rich. I'm so powerful. I don't really know what's going on in my show. So I yeah. Guess she yeah. Did it,
0: she, like, didn't help.
6: <laughs> didn't, it did not help. So I think she has to get in front of this. I think she has to, you know, do something more publicly, you know, show she's a human being, show that she's not in Montecito in this little bubble. And right, totally yeah. right. out she, of touch. Yeah, you know, and, and I got what she was saying about she knows what it's like to be othered and, you know, discriminated against and so on and so forth. But uh, it's just it was too much trying to be a victim. And yeah. you know, yeah. you're a victim here. You're not. I,
2: I do feel like that the show, because I think that Ellen had stated that the show was only going to go on like another few seasons anyway. So I think with everything going on, I'd look for them to make the announcement that the show won't continue. Um, I don't think she's going to continue. And I
0: heard James Corden was up, we're like- Yeah,
6: the the James Corden thing, that was from this um, tabloid in London. And the problem with the James Corden part is he's on CBS, she's part of Warner Brothers, then our CBS is not going to say, okay, James, go do another show. Right. right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think, I mean, I think she could continue the show because we're in a, obviously, we're doing, this is the pandemic. Right. So. So whenever her show does come back and it starts shooting, because the staff has come back to set, she's going to be shooting and not in front of an audience. It's just going to be right. her and her celebrity guest.
1: Yeah. yeah.
6: yeah. Right. So it might, it might work, you know, and listen, Ellen has been put through the ringer. I was around, and I still have the Time Magazine cover, the issue where she says, yep, I'm gay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm
6: -hmm. What's done to her was brutal. It was awful. Does not excuse what she's done, but she definitely knows how to make a comeback. Very true. Very true. You know, and we just don't know during these times, during the pandemic, like, what's next? Yeah. There might be something that happens next, and we just forget about Ellen. True, happened. we just had a, a, a
1: hurricane <laughs> in New York, you know, so like things are changing.
6: <laughs> <laughs> my, <laughs> mom are changing. Called, my mom called me. Thanks for thanks for checking in on me. She's on Long Island. Oh like, I was like, what? She's like, I don't have any electricity till Thursday.
1: Oh, oh my no.
6: God.
0: no.
1: How are you going to blow dry your hair?
0: <laughs> Sorry, mom. So I have one more
1: question, not to harp on Ellen, but have you, Mark, have you heard of any inside gossip that anyone's had firsthand dealing with Ellen that was maybe negative?
6: Listen, the rumors were there for many years that, you know, she's a tough cookie. She's mm-hmm. not someone who's going to warm up and get all cuddly with you. Um, and what, what really is coming out now is that she's very removed from it. Again, does not excuse it. Her name is on the show, but she's so removed from things, you know? And one of the things that this whole, like, don't look her in the eyes, you know, walk out of the room backwards, that kind of stuff. That's so cliche that I just don't know those things become these myths, Mm -hmm. um, because you've every diva that you know, you've heard that story. Don't look her in the eyes.
1: Yeah, man. right.
6: No matter who it is, it always comes out. <laughs> in all my years in Hollywood, no one has ever said to me, "Don't." look
0: Yeah, that's a little extreme. Well,
1: they said yeah. that about Anna Wintour, right? And then. Well, you
6: can't wear your eyes because she's always wearing glasses. And otherwise. Right. True. And she <laughs> has no eyes. She has no eyes.
1: <laughs> I've been in the elevator with her multiple times and there are no eyes.
6: <laughs> Shut up, I'm Brandon.
2: Not gonna- <laughs> so a lot of right now kind of talking about like Ellen and everything, a lot of celebrities and just people in general that are in the public eye are starting to come out and make apologies for things that they might have said or done in the past. And I don't know if you saw about, uh, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively coming out, apologizing about a plantation wedding. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. And, and how do you feel like, and second question about how do you feel about cancel culture as a whole? Do you feel that it's something that's kind of gotten out of hand or do you feel that it's something that each instance if that occurs, it's okay?
6: I think it's a case-by-case case basis. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I've seen cancel culture where, you know what, cancel Bill Cosby. That's not a question, yeah, right? Uh, cancel Matt Lauer. That's not a question. Then there are other instances. It's like, okay, they messed up a little bit. Does that is that really the? Listen, if we all went through the file of our lives, that's right. right.
0: And we got some we, skeletons.
6: We and they're not even that. They're not. Are they even skeletons? They're like, right. oh, I made a stupid joke. I I should um, have said this. You know, I think like. The Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds thing is very interesting. One, I don't know if anyone was calling them to task for having their wedding there. So mm-hmm. I don't know. they went ahead. Are they just getting ahead of it? And use it as, I find what Blake and Ryan are doing is they're using it as an educational moment. Okay. Yes. And, yeah, which is know, great. Think, yeah. Which is great. And I think, I think that's what has to come out of this. Like it's the whole thing with like Gone with the Wind coming, you know, when HBO Max pulled it off online and everyone's like, how could you do that? It's gone with the wind. It's the greatest movie in the world. But everyone's like, okay, shh. Right. (laughs) Putting it back, but we're gonna put an educational component to it.
0: Right. I think,
6: you know, time it's as cliche as it is, but times have changed, you know, 30 years ago you could say things and it was acceptable. They're not acceptable now. It doesn't make it, It doesn't make it right that the person said it 30 years ago, but it's just a different, it's just a different time. So cancel culture, I think, is just such a, such a cliche catchphrase to, you know, anyone who gets, you know, negative press. Now they like to scream, cancel culture, they're trying to cancel me. Yeah. I think it's a case by case basis. Yeah, absolutely. Same. Has the
1: Trump presidency changed the way that you have that you cover celebrities now and like speaking of cancel culture or how is that shifting the way that you that you write your articles that you cover events and celebrities
3: and news
6: I mean I've always covered politics celebrities and politics have always been something that people are fascinated with whether it's Obama's in office and I'm covering you know the fundraiser at George Clooney's house or it's Trump's in office and everyone hates him in Hollywood. So, yes, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just another subject to cover. Um, and I know, boy, oh boy, it is just fascinating. Um, and I, <laughs> I can only I, imagine. I, this is the, I have to say, this is the guy, when I was at Entertainment Tonight, I would just call him. I would just call the secretary and be like, is Donald there? I want to get a comment about Rosie O'Donnell. Get on the phone with me. It's so wild to me that this guy was in the White House when I was at Us Us Weekly, Daily News. I can't even remember. But him and Melania got engaged. And the first time they were going to be seen with the engagement ring was at some Broadway opening. And I had a run from, I was in New York at the time, run to the Broadway opening just to get them to say something about the ring. And I went up to Donald and Melania. Congratulations. Oh, look at that ring. Did you pick it out? I don't know what he said. And I ran back to the office and filed the story. And I'm like, and this is the guy who's president. This is the guy who's it. it's wild. crazy yeah
1: it's crazy wow. yeah who are you voting for in november <laughs> <laughs> oh
6: <God>. shut up <laughs> i don't discuss who i'm voting oh look at
1: you pr trained i love it
6: oh, uh, you know trump for the lgbtqs
0: Oh my God! Oh, my God. Awesome. No. so like shifting gears how do you see you know uh, with the red carpet and everything how do you see that moving forward like with corona do you see like people doing red carpets with masks or do you think we'll just stop and wait until there's a
6: vaccine
0: or think, how I do you think, think it's going to go I've forward
6: for a vaccine um, on friday this past friday night yeah I covered a special screening. Charlize Theron hosted a screening of Mad Max Fury Road. And it was a fundraiser for her foundation, uh, Charlize Theron Africa Outreach Program. So they did it mm-hmm. on, if you're familiar with LA, if you know the Grove, it's this outdoor mall, it's the big mall yep. here, right in the middle of LA. They had a drive-in screening on top of the parking garage. You checked in your car, you never got out of your car. They brought you your dinner, which you pre-ordered, mm-hmm. so it was all pre-packaged. The day before you got a package at home with hand sanitizer and face mask. And you get in your car, you step in your car, they, they had a red carpet. It was so weird. That you roll up to in your car and there's a morning photographer standing there going, get as close as you can to the window. <laughs> like, and my husband and I have our masks on, and I'm like, I'm like, why are you smiling? Right. All the time.
3: Yeah. You <laughs> <Does laughs> can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> so
6: it's just wild. And then they have like a video booth where you stopped your car and they said, shake around like you're in Mad Max. And it was like a green screen thing.
2: <laughs> that's, oh, that's cool. I mean, for, that's a for Mad Max, that works. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
6: I don't know how that would work. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I think the problem is the gimmick will get tired.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
6: At one point we got out of the car because we wanted to go to the front and see because they had some motorcycles on display, whatever. And I'm, you know, I'm a journalist. I'm walking around. I want to see what's going on. First time I ever went to a special screening in pajama bottoms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> and you know, security came up and they said, No walking around, get back in your car. Wow. And, and so
2: I what was the, the point? Car, right.
6: But that's what I didn't understand that part, and it, it just made me sad. I was like, tune into eighty seven point one on your radio, and
1: yeah. yeah. Right. And like, what kind of fashion can you see like right. inside a Range Rover?
6: <laughs> no, and you don't have to get dressed up. You know, uh, um, Charlize who is amazing on the red carpet every time. Right, moves, right. A white jeans and a t shirt. Like, well. Up in, like, <laughs> Dior. I mean it was Dior, but I was going to say, of yeah, bet that, yeah. that, that white sure. shirt was Dior. Dior, yeah. It is Dior, but a little bit of a of Dior. Oh, God, she's so gorgeous. It's, she she's, is gorgeous. It
1: She is no gorgeous. little of a favorites. bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of is, is
6: little Charlize? <laughs> Charlize is a of a of a Star is of a wonderful bit of I, I, uh, I will not... I will not um, Yeah, she was, you know, by the end, my last, so you have all of award season, right? So it's, I followed Gaga from Toronto, you know, when she premiered it there, I didn't go to Venice, when she premiered it there. And like every step of the way, there was more, I would just interview Gaga, and I would interview Gaga. Like it was wild. And my last interview, Oscar night, I'm on the carpet at the Vanity Fair party. I'm exhausted, I'm just, and by the way, I'm complaining, but not in the sense of, like, poor me. Right, 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 right. right. Like, Girl, we
1: fall now. Yeah.
6: <laughs> and everyone's like, Gaga's coming, Gaga's coming, Gaga's coming. So I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and then Gaga comes. And I'm a bulldog on the red carpet. Like, I don't, I don't wait for someone to bring someone to me on the red carpet. I'm going right. to say their name. I'm going to go out to the red carpet. I'm going to get in their way. They have to talk to me. And, you know, I saw one of the publicists trying to drag her past doing interviews. I was like, Gaga. Hello. I was like, "This, this, this—you have to talk to me now." You just got an Oscar. She came over, and I was like, "You have an Oscar," and she's like, "Now you have one," and handed me her Oscar. Ah. I was so thrown off. I'm like, "It's really heavy." That's what you say. That's what you say. (laughs) Gosh, she, you know, we change some words, she goes off, and I literally just collapsed on the red right carpet, split my pants down the middle. And that was oh incredible. no.
5: <laughs> Did you keep There's it?
6: One? Her Oscar? Or the yeah. split pants? I want
1: to know
6: about the split
4: pants.
6: Right. <laughs> so Gaga's great. Charlize is great. Um Nicole Kidman is wonderful. Um should have some men in there, shouldn't I? Well, you know, no, I have to ask, I have to ask no, the team. No
2: men. They, well, like you were saying, <laughs> who do you think is, and you don't necessarily have to say, but who was one of the interviews that it didn't go quite the way you thought it would go?
6: You know, I have to say, and I don't know if this is to my credit, I've never had anything horrendous. And I you you know, I wrote that us weekly. You have to ask <that> hard question, you know, <laughs> questions, you know, personal questions. You know, at Variety, I don't have to do the personal stuff. Variety, you know, yeah. technically, we're a trade magazine. I sort of straddle both worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't had, like, tough. Um, there's definitely ones where, like, I'm shaking. Like, the first time I interviewed Oprah, I literally, my leg was shaking in such a way, <sighs> it's never shook like that.
3: Wait, uh,
1: when was that? Tell us the whole experience. We'll uh, I can't questions. even imagine.
6: It was the year of, I believe it was Selma. Yeah, it must have been the year of Selma. And it was at a breakfast. It was some, you know, power of Hollywood breakfast thing. And she didn't do the carpet. And I, I was working at E at the time, at E News. So I was covering the inside. So every all the reporters are like, are you going to go up to her? Are you going to go up to her? Are you going to go up to her? You know, everyone's trying to like, well, if you don't go up to her, then I don't have to go up to her because my boss won't get mad at me. But I'm like, I'm going to go up to her.
3: <laughs>
6: so let's see. There's a moment at her table. This is during like sort of the cocktail hour. There's a moment at her table where she's just not talking to anyone. All right, Ms. Winfrey, Mark Malkin from E-News. Can I get a couple questions? Sure. Um, <gasps> just. I like my right leg was shaking <laughs> I, don't know she, I don't know why my right leg and she was wonderful and I've interviewed her a couple of times afterwards and she is that person she's talking to you you're the only person she's talking
0: to uh, wow. 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 she's yeah. phenomenal I just I can only imagine be like
6: oh like
0: just a, is, an it aura
6: is. it's an aura but it's also like there was another party I was at, at a hotel here. It was, small, it was for Selma, it was. This one was for Selma. It was a small cocktail party. And I'm like, I'm gonna talk to Oprah, I'm gonna talk to Oprah. And her, her security clocked me. They saw me waiting. Right? Oh! So her security goes over to someone else on her team and her team is like, so who are you? I'm like, my is Okay, I don't think she's gonna be doing interviews tonight. I'm like, I don't care what you
0: say. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I
6: don't say that. I'm like, okay, sure. And she's walking <laughs> out of that hotel and I ran right in front of her and Oprah and Mark Malkin from, you know, can I get a couple of questions? She's like, of course. And just, you could, they get pissed. The team gets pissed. And I'm like, I, Well, you're so not I interviewing the answer. team. Right. right. No, Exactly. <laughs> Get and pinned. she's a
1: journalist, she knows what it's like.
6: Exactly.
5: That's true. I forget that, that how she started. getting through that?
1: Right. So, <laughs> so you're, what you're saying is you're voting for Oprah. <laughs> I'm
0: writing her, her in.
1: Uh, Me, too. Her only. Me too. Me too. Me <laughs>
0: too. As long as it's not Kanye, so.
1: Yeah. Mark, before we let you go, we have a, a couple more um, hot topic questions yes. that we want to ask you.
4: What about your uh, take on Tyra Banks taking over Dancing with the Stars, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Huh.
6: yeah.
1: <sighs> <laughs> right?
3: That's
6: I, just
1: a I, breath out. <laughs> I didn't
6: have to listen. I used to, follow, I used to follow Dancing with the Stars like it was a religion, especially right. when it news. I used to do interviews upon interviews and go to the rehearsals and go to the rehearsals. At a moment, I was just like, it's still in the air? Like, it's just it's so wild. <laughs> That's the exactly. still going. That's you right. You know, um, Tyra, why not? You know, this is obviously. Well, know, is she a dancer? You know, no. <laughs> no, I don't think Tom Bergeron was. Tom Bergeron was <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you not. Know, right. Yeah. That's obviously trying to go hipper, more diverse, try to get in a younger audience to keep the audience going. Is tired the way to do it? I think it's a safe way. Right. You know, I don't think you know she's not controversial. She had a little controversy recently with you know people taking her to but was not She can mm-hmm. get canceled. Right.
4: Yeah. yeah. She just got caught up in some old stuff she had said, right? That came out yeah. from, from previous episodes. Oh, when she wanted
0: up. um Danielle to close her gap. Her gap. And I she was like, not. you're not marketable that way. I, I, da, 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 da. I remember stuff.
2: that. I think maybe because she admitted her wrongdoing and said, "You know what? Yeah, you're yeah. right. I was wrong, and I apologize." And I yeah. think that a lot of times people are looking for an apology rather than what Ellen kind of did. It wasn't necessarily so yeah, an apology. It was like a, "Well, it wasn't me, but right."
6: It's just, just say you're sorry. What is right. so hard about saying From the I job. was wrong? I was wrong, and I'm not perfect. Please educate me. Please help me educate me. Yeah. Yeah. Be educated. But this defensive of? Well, I don't around yeah. really the office that much. That right. It it's all
0: time. these. I'm sorry, but, but like there should right, be no but. It's, it's your just, office. I'm sorry. Your <laughs> office is named. Your name Ellen. is right. Yeah. The right.
6: There's no other Ellen.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what, oh, Mulan. Yeah, oh my Mulan. Mulan is they decided to finally just put it on Disney Plus for what is it, thirty dollars? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Right. What so
6: they they had to like. Yeah. The the crazy thing is Mulan was one of the last red carpets here in LA. Yeah. Before, before we all went home. And I remember like calling Disney saying, are you still having the premieres? Yeah, no, we're still doing it. It You know, because it was very early on and there were people there with masks and hand sanitizer, but no one really knew what was going on. Um, And they've got to make their money. And movie cost- Right. And it's like, by the time, like, okay, so they're going to release it two years from now. It's going to look dated because probably the technology is-
1: Right, right. They just- Well, what's your take? Oh, go ahead, sorry.
6: No, they'll make money on it because- Kids are going to be like, It's Mulan. I want to watch it. And the kids are at home. The parents are like, oh, I just want the kids to shut up. Just put the $30 on and they'll like, i it again. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Right.
4: It later.
1: Right. <laughs> What's your take, Mark, on the lead actress who's playing Mulan being pro the government when everyone,
2: well, it, this yeah. was maybe,
1: maybe it's not a hot topic anymore, but it was maybe three months ago-ish during the it, pandemic. It, Yeah. No,
6: it was it was before. Right. No, it was right about the time that we was junketing and they were doing press. And she was, you know, she was tweeting in support of the the law enforcement and the police forces. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you, I think at this point, at least here in the States, there is so much shit and crap we have to deal with. It's like where does that compare to a president who says, "Don't wear masks, go out and go right. to school"?
0: Right. <laughs>
6: it's like pick your pick your topic of you know you're doing hot topics, pick your topic of the day. And I think any other time, that would have been something that would have been talked about, and it would have been brought up if they announced you know whenever Mulan is doing you know whenever they're um, streaming it. But it's just there's just so every day. Isn't you know, it? Where, like,
1: has it always been this way in your journalism career that every day is something new?
6: N- no, I mean it's always been twenty four seven for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like when I was at Us Weekly, it's really when Us Weekly took off to be Us Weekly and really turned the celebrity journalism gossip stuff into a, this twenty four seven thing. Um, but now it's just. It's every day, it's something else. And it's just strange to like deal with it. Like I'm just sitting in my office, um, sitting at home, you know, and we're trying to, it's it's all strange and it's just sometimes it's just too much. So I think something like this Mulan thing just gets lost because people are just, right now people are worried. They want their jobs back. Right. Right. Uh, Are they going to be worried about what this actress said about something that. that they probably don't even know that much about?
1: Right. That makes True. Sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I hope it slows down for you out there. I mean, you and every other Fucking person. In this <laughs> <world>. <laughs> I hope it slows down. But thank you so much for this
6: taking awesome. a few
1: minutes yes. out of your yeah. busy schedule to chat with top, top,
6: topics. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks for talking to me during your tornado or whatever. A,
1: tornado uh, a hurricane. <laughs> yeah.
6: Like trees are in it's people's cars and It's crazy. It's just, crazy. Like, it's like, just it's drizzling. It
2: just <laughs> <laughs> like, came mm-hmm. out of nowhere. <laughs> I felt like Dorothy. I thought I was going up, but whatever. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. This has been so much Thank fun.
1: You so Thank much. you, Mark. We'll be in touch soon. Awesome. Yeah. Thank All you. All right. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Bye.
4: Oh, my God. You yeah. guys. Yes. I love so it. Scott guys. Evans yeah. and Mark Malkin were so fun to kiki with. Yeah. Scott is so funny. He's he yeah. very funny. Like, like so a funny. a
1: comedian. I want to hang out with him, go to brunch. And Mark, Hell too. yeah. I have that a lot a more brunch. questions that I want to ask mark. I like. know. Actually both of them. Yeah. I feel seriously.
2: like you know getting to talk to these people is so amazing and we always have so much more like Scott was like we could, I could do this all day and I was like we can too. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: For sure. For sure. Well thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Pride
2: the Podcast.
0: We hope you enjoyed it. We
2: hope you did and this is our 10 year anniversary to me Brandon and Adam oh, I nice. wanted to say. So y'all are enjoying our anniversary kind of episode. What a way to do it guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mine though- is in November. My tenure. I look
1: just as young as I did when I first stepped on the Isle of Manhattan.
2: I don't know about that please check out the photos that we will have posted of a 10 year of me adam and brain on the pride social media and give us your thoughts and think whether we are young or not i don't know let us know well both will be photoshopped and altered no way
1: we welcome any of your thoughts on pride the series on instagram you can follow us at Pride the series on twitter as well and And for me personally yeah you can follow me at mr braden bradley on instagram
4: and you can follow me, Adam Andrew Rios, at Box Wine Poppy with a Z, bro.
0: <laughs> you can follow me, Ashley Aaron M, on Twitter and Instagram.
2: You can follow I am Darrell Anthony on Instagram on Twitter. It is Darrell Anthony, and my actor page on Facebook is Darrell Anthony. And another shout out to Rehab
1: Entertainment for bringing you another episode of Pride the Podcast. Ba, 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 Thanks, ba, ba. guys. Until next week, be kind, follow the rules, and vote blue.
0: And arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Bam. Bye. 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 Bye.